Hey Geek fans, today we're talking about Thor Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel 2, and Logan on this episode of The Raving Geeks. Hey Geek fans, this is Ben Solis. And I'm Noah Bayshore. And we've got a special guest in the house. We've got Alex, who, who is usually recording us, but he's actually going to sit in on the podcast today because we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of news, but we also saw some really good movies over spring break. For sure. That so we did. we're going to do Movie Madness Part 1, talk about a few things, and then we're going to do Movie Madness Part 2 in our next episode. So if you didn't get your fix this time... Go uh, watch those movies that we're going to talk about. Go watch those movies. We'll talk about it. We'll have fun. But Noah, what's on the news front? We got some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, honestly, this is like a pretty big deal. Uh, so the rumor is, is that Matthew Vaughn, director of X-Men First Class... Kick-Ass, Kingsman 1 and 2. All great movies, by the way. Oh, yeah, stellar, honestly. Uh, the rumor is, is that he's like in extremely, extremely early talks to direct Man of Steel 2. Which is fantastic. Yeah. You get a really high-caliber director like that, a guy who has been like instrumental at rebooting the X-Men franchise Absolutely. to a wonderful place. Maybe not so much now. Well, yeah, but that wasn't his fault. But First Class was great. Yeah, yeah. First Class was great. He's a he's a genius producer, too, so he knows Definitely. how the film industry works. Doing Man of Steel 2. This is great. I, I heard that, like, a big thing with this guy, though, is that he can, like, do uh, really fantastic movies in, like, a short amount of time in terms of casting and writing. Yeah. Like, he can just spit it out. I think someone said he wrote and cast first class in like seven weeks or something which is crazy to think about because the story's really good yeah and the casting is pitch perfect and like uh, like on a movie that on that big of a scale that's like unprecedented that's yeah. crazy so that that's that's really cool to hear and I, I hope that he'll be able to do that then with like man of steel so we've we've now got matt reeves helming batman potentially matthew vaughn helming superman have the sins of Zack snyder passed well, uh, I, didn't they say that uh, he's going to be back for Justice League 2? I he think is. I read that somewhere, yeah. He is. So Snyder's still sticking he's around. He's still kicking. He's going to be I'm, around. I'm not upset about that. No, yeah, like, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm so so cool with Zack Snyder. Like, I, I would be okay if he kind of oversaw everything, but, you know, like, stuck to, to Justice League. I think that would be cool. The guy gets a bad rap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If everybody thinks that he's just going to make, you know, whatever the heck it is, uh, Sucker Punch 2 yeah. every single time. Yeah. I don't care. I love Zack Snyder. Me too. But moving on, we've got other big things on the front. Thor Ragnarok has some official images that just came out, or they they didn't leak, but they actually no, came like, out. It was like uh, Entertainment Weekly for their like you know uh, regular uh, magazine. They put out uh, like a bunch of official images, and like they're on the cover and everything. Like Thor, uh, Hela, and uh, oh crap, I can't remember her name. Do you do you remember her name? It's like a uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate no, uh, Kate Blanchett as Hela, but like yeah. there's the the other uh, lead. Actress. Oh, um... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. But she's really important. Wow, we're doing bad at this today. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah. no, those pictures look great. Yeah, And definitely. it's really interesting, too, because I've heard some things about what they're going to do with Thor Ragnarok that are pretty interesting. They're all kind of rumors right now, but if they go that route, we could have a very interesting movie on our hands. So even For just sure. an examination of these photos, right, can lead into an examination of what the plot is. We've got Thor sans hair... Yeah. Right? His hair's cut off. Which is, like, a big deal. Yeah, he's bald. He's he's looking... Or he's not bald. He's, he's just got really short hair, and he's he's kind of got, like, this old, like, gladiatorial yeah. uh, look to him. So he's got gladiator armor on. He's without he's got, hammer. Yeah, Mjolnir. He's got paint all over his face, too. Yeah, like, war paint. Yeah. That's pretty sweet looking. But, like, Mjolnir is gone. Yeah. yeah. He's just wielding swords. So he's gonna do some damage, yeah. but not the normal damage that Thor plans on doing so it looks like he's like on some kind of warrior planet yeah right i think that's yeah. where then the uh, planet hulk stuff is gonna play in which is oh. so exciting so this for, for some of our readers who may or may not know what planet hulk is that uh in the civil war arc right there was a part in the illuminati ex explanation story that led up to civil war they jettisoned bruce banner into space right they're such good friends. They're such good friends. <laughs> they just love Hulk so much. You know, you're causing a lot of problems. Get out. We can't deal with you. Space. 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 Solution. So eventually that kind of goes into this weird arc of Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk right? It was where Hulk lands on this planet and he's like in a gladiator kind of style. They're using him as a gladiator and eventually some crazy stuff happens. Yada, yada, yada. Takes over the planet. Takes over the planet. 
cause war upon Earth and stuff happens. Shows back up to wage war because he's pissed. Yeah. He's like, you guys were my boys. Why'd you send me up to space? You sent me to space. Yeah, so obviously it's going to be like a little bit different in the movies, but in the same vein. Very much much so. And one of the things that I heard too was that, um, and I hope that they do this because this is a really cool idea. One of the rumors that I heard was is that this, this, you know, this fighting planet, right? Um, Which is also very similar to that Thor versus Hulk movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's that. Um, they're gonna get in cahoots with, you know, Loki, knowing that Asgard is kind of maybe not, uh, as guarded as it should be yeah. right now. Um, Thor's all over the place, yeah. you know, he's bouncing back and forth and they're just going to start plucking people up and they pluck up Hulk and they're actually, what they're saying is that the reason why Hulk wasn't in Civil War was because that. He potentially he's already plucked up, that he's already gone, that they already grabbed him and he's already on this planet. Okay. That he's already on this prison planet because they never mm-hmm. jettisoned him into space. Yeah, well, yeah, he was on the uh, the Quinjet at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. And then no one ever talked to him about him about any further. So it's like, yep, he's he's not he's, here. He's yeah. Gone. Well, they he's were gone. they were speculating his location too in that movie. So a lot of people don't know where he's at. They don't know where Banner's at. So a lot of people are saying that that Loki has already grabbed him up and put him on this this gladiator planet. Okay. And that when Thor actually gets there, he's probably gonna fight him. Which is gonna be crazy. Which is gonna be nuts. <laughs> rematch. The, the rematch. Yeah. Of the century. See, and this is really interesting to me because I hated Dark World. Yeah. Really? I thought Dark World was a crap movie. I don't know if I hated really? it, but it was certainly the weakest movie in the MCU by far. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. And okay. It, it was very yeah. humdrum. The humor was just just so awful. It just was very off-putting to me. I remember I went to see it with my buddy Adrian, and the whole time we were just like, "Is this actually happening?" Yeah. We just couldn't <laughs> handle it. Right. It was too much. But, like, if this delivers, oh, my God, that's going to be great. Such an improvement. Mm -hmm. So what else do you guys think we're going to get out of Thor Ragnarok? Uh, I've read a lot of interviews with the the director talking about this movie is going to be much more humorous than Mm -hmm. the past Thor movies, which is interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but the director has recently expressed that it's not going to be a comedy. Mm -hmm. It's just there will be more humor than there was in previous ones, which is which is okay. Which still kind of doesn't make sense because there was yeah. plenty of humor in Thor 1. Yeah. A, over an excessive amount of humor in Thor 2. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. They said they wanted to really let Chris Evans, like, not Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> There's a lot of Chris's. <laughs> Ladies there and gentlemen, uh, Thor has been recast. Captain America and, uh, and Thor are the same <laughs> I vote person. I Chris now. Pratt. <laughs> yeah. So many Chris's. So many white yeah. guys named Chris. Exactly. It's... But yeah, like they just really want to let Chris Hemsworth like shine in terms of like his like comedic, you know, prowess or whatever. Yeah, sure. Which is like okay, Wh- whatever. Like as long as there's like a cool story and there's like good action and like Hulk does stuff, like I'm down. I'm mainly there for Hulk. Like I love Hulk so much. Yeah, honestly, at this point, I just want to see a punch him up, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm like really interested to see is the like the world building aspect of the for sure cinematic universe because like. Again, as I mentioned in a earlier podcast, like most everything has taken place on Earth, mm-hmm. and so you get all the natural Earth stuff. For some, from just a couple examples, other than that, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you have the one fight scene in uh, the one Thor movie and Ragnarok, where it's like right. the the different like realms and stuff. Yeah, where they're they're, they're, just, like, they're just passing straight yeah, through realms. Yeah. like they don't actually spend any time there. Um, and then, like, Guardians, but, like, it's, like, usually yeah. sticking to Earth most of the time. It's mostly sticking to Earth. So it'll be interesting to see, like, a character like Thor, yeah. where it's more, like, mythical and, like, like magic, yeah. uh, go into, like, maybe, like, a Guardian's territory where it's then, mm-hmm. like, super alien and, like, yeah. out there. So, like, I, I just want to see so much more from the these movies and, like, see, like, there's a whole universe of Marvel. I want to see more of the universe, not just one little tiny yeah, speck. I, I don't disagree with you either because, like, you know, one of the things that I will give the Marvel universe and compared to the DC thing is that their world-building capabilities are so much bigger. Yeah. Right? They mm-hmm. have a better avenue to do all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys just said it, right? There's a lot of off-world stuff that you can do. There's a lot of off-world stuff that we've already seen. DC, other than the fact that we saw Krypton, is pretty much relegated to the planet Earth, the cities, yeah. things yeah. like that, the mascara, but that's yeah. about it, right? 
Um, yeah, it would be cool to see another outlook. And I think that's the reason why they're doing some of this stuff is because they're all leading up to Infinity War, which is yeah. a very cosmic affair Absolutely. in the first place. Yeah. You know? Infinity so. War is going to be epic. It's all hell. Dude, I like, mean, like, I, don't I, know. I just want to see like everything just come together. Yeah. My and girlfriend just, and I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right? And she just saw it for the first time. Really? Yeah. Really? So she but, had, yeah, she hadn't seen it, so she was, like, you know, just interested in watching it, and she didn't even know who Thanos was, didn't know anything about any of this stuff, so, like, I'm sitting here, like, oh, pausing the movie, meticulously explaining all of it, so I think we have a fan. <laughs> I think we have a new Infinity War fan. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, it's just, this gives us a lot better opportunities, and I, you know, I was trying to figure out how they're going to do this Death of the Gods situation, and honestly, if they kind of get away from just even that storyline and tell something different, I'm kind of okay with them doing a different take an adaptation on it yeah like uh, yeah. i'm curious uh, to see like what sort of spin on that that they will do my or, like even how much they would incorporate that into it yeah you know because at this point it seems more planet of the hulk with hella thrown in you know yeah and thor and thor and, and thor hairless thor yeah hairless pets weird <laughs> um but yeah so we've got that on the front and you know going back to something other mystical i would say Maybe a little otherworldly. Yeah, a little but, bit. But kind of. Yeah. You know, the world of women, not the world of man. Wonder Woman trailer three hit. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen all kinds of weird reactions to this. All right? There's people who are saying that this movie looks brilliant. There's people who've seen test footage of it and said this looks, it is brilliant. A lot of a lot of people I know were not happy with this trailer. With this recent trailer? Really? They were disappointed by it. Really? Why is that? For various reasons, but I want to get your okay. guys' take on it real quick. Did you like the trailer? Did you not like the trailer? And if you did, what did you like about it? I really liked that they showed uh, Diana as a kid mm-hmm. uh, being, like, toured around, like, like certain, uh, like, more, in, like, important, like, areas on the island with, like, her mom and stuff, talking about, like, the importance of this weapon and, like, the gods and stuff, and that just seems, like, super interesting that they're going, you know, there. Like, and I, they, they probably will, but, like, they teased uh, like her origins, like she can't find out who she really is. So obviously, then they'll go more into like the whole thing with Zeus mm-hmm. and stuff, which would be really cool. And then just the uh, there's like a little like a bit where she gave like the uh, speech where it's like uh, by the by whatever all that's good in the world, like stop or whatever to the bad guy. Like you don't see him, but like just that 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 you know speech was like super powerful coming from Diana and like I want to see more of that uh, but I, I really liked it I thought it was really cool absolutely and, and Alex what would you think man I think overall it was very cinematically well done um, as taking from a broadcast and cinematic arts student like mm-hmm. I'm sitting there looking at all the visuals how like very like serene it feels like you kind of you can kind of tell like that the island that it's taking place on just kind of feels feels other otherworldly yeah like like, absolutely, because, like, yeah. like, in terms of, like, color grading, there's, like, a huge distinction mm-hmm. between, like, Themyscira and, yeah. like, the UK, because, like, yeah, Themyscira is, like, super, like, like tropical and, like, bright and, like, beautiful and, yeah. like... Uh, and then you get into the UK where it's all, like, city and kind of... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, right in the middle of, like, the Industrial yeah. Revolution, and there's just, yeah. like, smoke everywhere, and it's like, smoke oh, wow. Well, old-fashioned, Yeah, it's just like, oh, wow. And, like, I kind of like that uh, different dynamics between the two places... Yeah. And I'm really excited to actually see kind of the Wonder Woman origin story. For sure. Because, like, it hasn't been done before. Yeah. So. Especially on this big of a scale. On, especially on such a on this main, big of a mainstream level. Yeah. Because, like, we've done Superman, what, how many times now? Like, three times. <laughs> three too many. Three, yeah, too, many time, too many times. Too many times. They've done Batman too many times. Like, come on, do some of the other characters. Yeah. And now we're finally getting a Wonder Woman character. Wonder Woman Origin story. story. Origin yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see that. I like your point about the, the difference in, in tone and setting because I feel like that's going to be really important, right? Because yeah. the way that they've always set up the mascara is that, like, we made a conscious decision to leave the world of man because the world of man is chaotic, it's corrupt, and mm-hmm. we can't trust it. 
Yeah. Right. So we're going to form our own little island paradise and society of women where we know we can handle all this stuff and take care of everything. And no one's going to kill each other needlessly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or the mascara, whatever, whatever works. <laughs> they're all, they're all gods. Um, Fair enough. but yeah, no, I agree with that because you get this sense that like everything's real cool here. And then now the world is invading on them. Right. And the world is chaotic. The world yeah. is a dreadful place, especially during world war one yeah. where this is all set. Right. So mm-hmm. Very interesting stuff there. Um, I agree with that. I thought it was really good. I was a little underwhelmed because I thought the other two trailers were succinct enough to get me hyped. Fair Um, enough. I'm the type that if I see too many trailers that are too similar, my my hype level starts to just kind of wane a little bit. Um, Okay. And to me, that's... I was not over the moon with this. I thought it was cool, but it was whatever. Some of the criticisms I've heard, because most of the, you know, positives are that you guys said are the same things that other people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, a few Wonder Woman fans that I know who are really diehard, one of which is Jermaine Dickerson, who we interviewed on this show before, um, kind of expressed a feeling that, you know, every person who's either played Wonder Woman or drawn Wonder Woman, right, has emoted this this character of just strength, okay. right, no matter what. Um that in the face of great danger and being heroic, that there's just, like, this immediate just, like, I'm going to stop you, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people said that they have not seen that from Gal yet. Okay. At all. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see that. Like, I, I did kind of sense, like, a little bit of, like, trepidation. Uh, it seems like she's just a little, like, she seems reserved, you know? I was going to just say, like, kind of, like, She's, like, not fully comfortable with her role as Wonder Woman. Role. Like, not just Gal, but you're talking about, like, Wonder like Woman the character as, as the character. Yeah. Like, as the character. Like, she just, like, she just doesn't kind of feel like, yeah, I'm the all-powerful Wonder Woman. She's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do my job, but I'm still kind of, like, uncertain about what's going on type thing. Yeah. And that would make I mean, sense as an origin I mean, story. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, it makes sense into telling the story of her. Yeah. In terms of like Gal, not plus, you know, plus it could also be some nice uh, character development of going from that kind of like uncertainty to like, yeah, I'm this strong person, I can do all these things. Absolutely, I'm gonna stop you. Yeah, and nope. like that uh, with that, like, uh, like saying that she hasn't displayed any like you know like strength like you know on camera. I just don't agree with that because like she was like you know nothing but strength in Batman versus Superman. She was, like, going toe-to-toe with Doomsday. I mean, she was the highlight of that whole scene. Yeah, I mean, honestly. So, like, I mean, to say that, like, she is, you know, not displaying as much strength in Wonder Woman, I think that's not a bad thing because it's showing, like, her, you know, beginnings and, like, how she got to where she was in Batman versus Superman. Like, it's not, like, a gripe for me, but I can see why some people would, you know, not like that... Maybe I, can, I don't. I, I mean, see that. I can. I can certainly see the criticism there. Like I don't. I don't see it. the criticism. Just like the the not liking of like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? No, I get it. Like and wanting yeah. her to be at that level already. And I guess one of my main things is too is that yeah, I I, I default back to the fact that this is an origin story. Yeah. And this is a character who doesn't even understand who she is. Yeah. Right. And they, they yeah. like they've said that like she doesn't even know like where she came from. Yeah. And so you're playing with that idea and then next thing you know you've got this like random man who shows up on your shores telling you, "Hey, guess what? I know you guys lived in peace for for thousands of generations, but guess what? There's an invading army who's going to blow up this land too if we don't stop them, right?" So You've got all that. And, like, two days ago, you didn't even know, like, men were, like, nice and existed, you know? like Yeah, <laughs> they were this mythological evil creature, right? Exactly. And so now you're forced into their world to fight for them in a way... Curse the man. Yeah, that yeah. you're not even fully <laughs> trained in yet because you see all these training montages that we've seen, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I... It's hard for me to agree and disagree with any of it yeah i'm just like just wait till the movie comes out to see like what the that progression is and see what's going on and um you know a lot of people who have seen the movie already are i mean the the fan reviews are saying this movie is great i think some people have already said this movie is going to be probably a high mark for dc although some of those same problems that have plagued other dc movies might show up in this thing okay and i'm starting to think i understand what they mean by all that stuff People just do not like the the way these movies are shot. Really, I'm starting to get it because someone. Okay, this, this is like, this is an opinion. 
Okay. Right. So this is not based on any kind of factual, like someone said this or whatever, but someone shared a, like a GIF meme, right? Okay. Of the three different cutaways of each of them as kids, right? Yeah. So you've got Clark, you know, standing out by the clothesline in his white shirt and his jeans with the red cape, you know, just ah. like that in front of the dog. I love that scene so much. <laughs> it's so great. It's so beautiful. And, and that image, yeah. too, is just like, it's heart wrenching for me. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But it gets the end of Man of Steel. Like, I cry like a baby every single time. I kid you not. You guys have heard this first yeah. here. I cry like a little, like, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't want to swear on the podcast, but you know what I was going to say. And then it also showed the clip of, of Bruce Wayne yelling, right? When, you know, Thomas, parents are being Thomas gets down. shot. Yeah. You know, and that, like, kind of, like, almost ghoulish, like, like the mouth is, like, long and is obviously... Because, like, he's in disbelief. I like, know, yeah, right? Like, so, yeah. like, and then it showed a picture of, of, of her, right? Of mm-hmm. little Diana. Um, and it said, like, truth, justice, and, and like, like, hope, truth, and justice, or something like that. Yeah. It's fine and dandy, cool meme, but as I was watching it, like, all of those shots are almost the same exact shot with the same exact color hue with the same exact just like you know proportions um and it was kind of just like my like it, the light bulb went off right i was okay. like this is so covered with Zack snyder right the whole universe is uh whether it's a different director a different take whatever it seems like tonally just the way that all these movies are steered are just like in that Zack snyder mold okay and i think people are just so burnt out on it that they can't even bring themselves to look past even simple shots like that. I think people saw some of those shots in that trailer and were like, this looks too much like Batman. Just rubbed them the wrong way. This looks too much like Man of Steel for me. This looks too much like Suicide Squad for me. And I think that's where people's prejudices are starting to come come to bear here. You know, it's... Okay. I understand when people say that there's story problems and there's this and there's that, but I think that people very superficially are looking at these DC movies and saying, this is done a certain way, and because my idea of these characters does not fit this mold, I'm just done with it. I think it's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate because you're not giving something that could possibly be really freaking cool a chance. So there's my gripe. I'm sorry, guys, for ranting, but it had to happen. (laughs) But that being said... We saw some movies over spring break. Definitely. Did you have a good spring break, Noah? Uh, no. No. The movies no. were good. <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, yeah. That's good to know. Well, I had a good spring break. Alex, did you have a good spring break? Yeah, it was pretty relaxing. It was good. That's good to hear, so guys. People, people had a good time, but we saw some good movies. We saw Logan. And we saw Lego Batman. I saw Get Out, but Alex hasn't seen Get Out yet. I saw Get Out. But you saw Get Out. So, so we, can't, we can't talk about Get Out just yet, but we're going to have Movie Madness Part 2 next time. We're going to be good. And then you also saw Kong, right? Yep, Kong. Did Skull you Island. see Kong? You didn't see Kong. So we're going to reduce our little our load here, right? We're going to talk about Logan. We're going to talk about the Lego Batman. So guys, Logan, first thoughts. Noah. So first of all, spoiler warning. Spoilers. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the spoilers. All the spoilers. All the spoilers. So yep. if you don't want to be spoiled, like literally just drop out now. Yeah, Come stop. back later. Stop. Uh, or pause or mute it and let it run through so we get the clicks. But whatever, whatever's best for you. Whatever works for you, man. Indeed. Uh, but, oh my gosh, he died. I know. I, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I, like, I cried like a baby. Same. That was so rough. Like. I didn't know what to think. <sighs> yeah, like, the biggest thing that is, like, I was just kind of noticing is, like, He's progressively getting like sicker and sicker throughout the entire movie. Yeah, they're, they're like, trying to say it was like adamantium poisoning, yeah. and that makes so much sense. It's like, like so interesting because like, I don't think that's ever been it's not, done. It's not nothing they've ever really touched on, which is like really cool. I don't. I, I honestly didn't know that adamantium was a poison towards well, mutants, like it's or like just it's to like him lead. in general. Yeah, it's like having imagine like lead like, in your body. Uh, imagine like having okay. any heavy metal in your body for decades. Geez, yeah, you know, you know. I mean, but the thing is, I thought. The, uh, the way that they did it with uh, Logan was that it was just in his bones, not like anywhere else. Well, it's in his but skeleton. It's like, yeah, in his, in his skeleton. So it's inside of him, and it's an interesting point because most people would say, well, "Like, well, what about his healing factor?" Right? Well, it just in this movie they very expressly say, "Like, because you've had this stuff in you for so long, your healing factor is just not. It, it just gets diminished. It's over not time. working anymore. It's slowly degrading." And there's also kind of the really cool kind of like. I don't know, compare and contrast of, like, genetic mutants versus those who manufactured, given their powers. Yeah. yeah. That was, like, maybe it was, like, a, more of a subplot to the movie. Yeah. You know, but it was very cool because, you know, you've got someone like Wolverine who's both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, this, this 
artificial add-on has diminished his natural abilities to be a mutant. Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. like, he's his own worst enemy, which is something that they've been talking about with the Logan thing, with the Logan saga, let's just call this now, since the beginning. And I don't yeah. think, like, it's ever been this prevalent before and this, like, interesting to watch. No, no. Other than that sadness, what else did you think? Uh, the action was top-notch. Like, this is, like, the action that we've all been waiting for and, like, I wanted more of it as soon as that movie ended. I mean, like, you know, not like, oh, yeah, let's go for more action, but just, like, you know, I want that to keep going. I want that to keep happening in future Wolverine movies, but he's done. So that's just, it was gut-wrenching that, like, it was ending on top of it being, like, the perfect Wolverine movie. Yeah. You know, so. Okay, that's good. First impressions, Alex, I see the first thing on your list is No More Natural Mutants, which is a perfect segue because we just talked about it. So what's your gripe with the No More Natural Mutants? Um, There's a line in the show that is, like, there's like no more natural mutants like Logan the TV show like, brought to you by HBO <laughs> <laughs> but no like they were saying like all the other mutants are like gone like there's no more like no one's being no one is being born as a mutant anymore mm-hmm. and I was just like I th- I just picked that up like very clearly and I'm just like wait when did that start happening well did, did you hear like what they, they said like why that happened and like how it happened um like I, might, like, I might have missed that just yeah. slightly, but it was like the I think gu- I missed it too. The, yeah, because I didn't catch that. It's the, just like there's just no more. Yeah, uh, what they're trying to say is that the governments of the world all of a sudden like decided like uh, we don't want any more mutants, but if there are going to be mutants, we want to uh, be able to control them and like how many there are in the world. So they basically like put like chemicals in the water to then by generation. Uh, through generation to like diminish the X gene that's why they kept talking about yeah so like it it, they didn't just like stop being born like 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 after like a few decades like then they just like stopped they watered them down yeah they watered them down basically literally yeah okay so like that that was why like it didn't just like happen out of nowhere which which was uh, cool because for me I it just I it clicked for me like it just happened out of nowhere. Like there's just no more mutants being born. Yeah, and it's you're just, like what? All the other ones are just going extinct, and I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Did they point to the Westchester incident as the as the impetus for them doing that? The uh, the Westchester incident was, uh, I think they were trying to say, uh, the X Mansion, uh, and Charles and all that. Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Like basically, what they they never show it or explicitly talk about it. But they imply in the movie that Charles Xavier, through like his uh, his seizures, where he just freaked like freaked out and killed everybody. He freaked out and killed every single person in the X Mansion, the the students, the X Men, everybody, and only Logan survived. Oh jeez. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew that, but I was wondering if that's what they were pointing to. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure it was the X Mansion thing, but like I could be wrong. Sure, like I could be, sure. I could be wrong. They left it kind of vague, and they left it like purposefully vague. Which right? is I I think that was well done. I thought it was too, because it's gonna force fans to like speculate to speculate yeah. and to go look back and see where these things connect which is such an artfully done piece so what else what else did you think alex um like overall i was just really just like really happy with the movie like mm-hmm. it like it didn't leave really any questions left unanswered yeah and it kind of like i almost kind of felt like a segue to like a new x-men series like with the new kids mm-hmm. and stuff like kind of seeing where those kids go like but, with me personally, like but, I was, like, but at the same yeah. time, like if they do something with the new kids, I'll be happy to watch yeah. for that. But at the same time, like if that's the end, that's the end, yeah. and I'm happy with it. Like the per- kids got away. Yeah. Like personally, for me, like I like was kind of the opposite in terms of like, like oh, let's follow the kids. It's like I don't know how they're gonna keep going after this. Like yeah. I, I do not know how they're gonna keep going because either then they go follow up these kids after Logan. Mm-hmm. What if they do that? I mean, yeah, continue on with uh, Laura, X-23. She's fantastic. Yeah. But, like, you keep on doing that, uh, like, but you already have the established thing that all the mutants are being wiped out. Everyone on Earth is, like, against them. Like, that could be an interesting story, but it's, like... Yeah. like well, there was some talk about being interested in doing a new mutants movie. Well, that was more of, like, yeah. it's, like, a high school setting. It's, like, That's how true. would they then, like, do that? Where, like... None these kids are in school. Yeah. Uh, but, like, then if you were to go back into the the timeline thing again and do like after uh go after uh apocalypse and do like Mm -hmm. in the 90s it's like okay you're doing that but we already have it in the back of our heads that none of this matters because all the mutants are going to be killed anyways yeah you know and you're just kind of bummed out the whole time at least that's for me like i just can't you know like I, i don't know how they could do it and you know have you like feel good about what's going on yeah yeah in my opinion 
Yeah. I don't know. There, like, might, there might be some major retconning yeah, that's, going on here. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Well, the thing is, like, considering we have, uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? <laughs> that uh, guy. The dude that plays Logan and everybody else, like, they're like, we're done with this series. This is our last movie. Like, it, yeah. could, it could be just, like, a nice uh, way to just kind of, like, let the X-Men stuff just kind of settle for a while and, like... Like, stop and, everything and, and, altogether? And, and, just kind of, like, mean? stop everything for, like, maybe, like, five, ten years, just kind of, like, get some new writers, get some new actors. Well, get the some thing is, like... that's not going to happen. Yeah, because they are, like, they're, like, going full force with, like, Deadpool stuff. They're talking oh. about doing X-Force well, the, and then, well, like, another, but, like, X-Men movie. But, I, I mean, just, like, the, like yeah. the main X-Men stuff. Like, yeah, like, you mean, like, with, uh... Like, yeah, like like with like the well, we got Supernova coming up. Yeah, like, yeah, because that's like that is like happening. But I, 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 what I mean is like, how are they gonna continue forward after this huge blow that was Logan, where like it, you know, made everyone I'm, super depressed about what was going on. You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like know. I'm curious to see because like they are doing it, just like I don't know how they're gonna do it. Yeah, like I can't picture it in my head. Maybe that's why this supernova thing sounds so goofy and campy. Yeah. Because maybe it's purposefully meant to be to light, lighten up the yeah, mood. Yeah. Be like, hey, yeah. guess what? All these X Men movies that we've had for like the last ten years have been really freaking sad. So yeah. here's here's a nice romp for you. Yeah. Although yeah. first class wasn't really sad. Uh, the ending was kind of sad. Darwin though. getting killed was pretty sad. And then like Charles going paralyzed yeah. on ca- uh, but it was it was a upbeat movie for it the most was, part. Yeah. It, it was, was fun. It was depressing. So we've got that. I, dude, I, I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, I don't know if... Okay, so, like, my expectations were kind of high. Yeah. Uh, they weren't unreasonably high. And the more and more people said that this movie is just... It is just sad, and it's just, like, it's just a movie with powers. It's not really a superhero movie at all. Definitely. Um, yeah. I was... I set my bar a little lower, right? Hopefully, to be like, okay, maybe I'm not going to let myself down. Yeah. The sheer amount of violence in this movie... I was really yeah. shocked. Was... Okay. <laughs> yeah. and gore I don't, everywhere. I don't like bloody and gory movies. Like, yeah. go out of my way to watch bloody and gory movies, just because, like, I just don't care, right? Yeah. I think it's a cheap shot for, like to try to gain attention for that. But, like, I was, like, almost in awe, and it's weird to say that. Like, I was captivated by the amount of violence because of two things. One, we never got to see Wolverine be this aggressive. Ever. Yeah, this you know, brutal. It's implied in a lot of those scenes. You never actually go see the claws go through the guy's head, which happened an innumerable amount of times. You know, like, full-on, like, gut-slashing. Where you could see guts come out in like people's bodies, heads yeah. flying everywhere, and like limbs also. <laughs> uh, just, 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 just the, berserker the microphone. Yeah, it's okay. It's come, on, uh, come on, Noah. Goodbye. But yeah, like so much violence. Yeah, and yeah, so like I just, it was people just getting heads chopped off and stuff. It's like holy crap. It was interesting to see something so dramatic and yeah, so definitely. melancholy juxtaposed with this high action, like brutal, gory high action. Um, and it gave it just like a totally different element, right? Because when you see this bloody, gory, high action, you're expecting like some kind of Fast and Furious diehard where you're like, heck yes, John McClane, blow him all away, yeah. right? Because you're the good guy, you gotta win. You almost feel sorry for Logan that he has to kill all these people, yeah. you know? Because he talks about that. And he talks about that with Laura, too, in X-23, is that like... like He's not that guy anymore. Doesn't matter if they were good or bad people. Yeah. They were still people. Yeah. You killed yeah. people. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find a way to live with that, and it's always been implied with that with all the stories and especially with the Wolverine too. But I don't think it's ever been that point blank as him saying that to basically his genetic child, saying like you don't mm-hmm. want this. You think this is they think this is enticing. That's like a comic book fun story, but it's yeah. like it's it's not. Like, people die. People will die. Yeah, and it'll be it'll weigh on you for the rest of your life. And I just I thought that was so awesome. Yeah, I, I also kind of like the juxtaposition between X twenty three, Laura and Logan. Like, you got Laura being kind of like naive to the world and kind of like she's locked been locked away her entire she, life. Yeah, but like she says, I have nightmares. People hurt me, which was like Logan when he was young yeah. too. And yeah. then you get Logan, who's now experienced probably what super old by this time. I don't know what his actual A couple hundred is. years? Yeah. Like, 
I, he's been around since like what before pioneer times or something yeah something like that yeah i don't know but origins did that happen like if it happens <laughs> I, don't, you know, I don't like to think about it he's been around, he's been <laughs> around anyways he's been long, alive super long and he's you, you see him being like i have nightmares because i hurt people yeah yeah like you can't justify that they're bad people anymore yeah like they're still people and it's just like oh my god it was <laughs> nice heart. To, it was nice to have a retrospective and introspective logan for yeah. once you know one who's like obviously bitter but he's like bitter with a purpose right yeah he's bitter with a purpose because he's trying to protect charles from the government he's also trying to protect charles from himself right yeah. so he doesn't kill anyone else doesn't kill anyone mm-hmm. in their presence right doesn't kill caliban or him and then it totally switches gears because it's like there's still this paternalistic aspect. Like, the idea of parenthood totally came out in that movie like we talked about. For we sure. hoped would, come, would would happen. Yeah. Um, almost even more so. Um, yeah. And uh, it was just, it was cool to finally see him in a, in a role where he's like, all right, I have to be an example now. Like, he has taken Charles' place, at least yeah. for that brief yeah. amount of time. I have to teach a, a, a mutant who is scared of who she is, is scared of what the world is going to think of her, right, is violent, doesn't know how to temper her violence, and turn that person into a fully functioning, like, member person. of mutant society. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. If you want to okay. go there, call up the mutant constitution, <laughs> um, the Democratic People's Mutant Republic. Um but yeah, it was just it was cool to finally see him like take on like a maturity that I don't think he's ever had to deal with before. Absolutely. Um so that was cool. I talked about the violence thing. We could talk about the violence thing all day, but it's almost like a footnote to like how just like tragic all of this stuff was. Oh yeah. Definitely. We go back to this idea of like my own worst enemy, right? Is that hit the enemy of the movie was literally Logan, right? Which was like really smart in my X-24 opinion. X twenty four was Frightening, yeah, right. And they took they took his face from X one and grafted it onto. I mean, it was basically him, but they grafted his face onto his body. You can tell it was that 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 face. Yeah, it was just crazy. It was totally sadistic. Didn't care. It was a cool juxtaposition between him and what the kids were going through. Oh, it was just nasty. It was like absolutely the parts nasty. with like X twenty four was like a horror movie. Honestly, it was. Yeah, it was Where he like slaughters that family. I know. That was awful to Jesus. watch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We didn't even touch upon this. Where X twenty four kills Charles when Charles thinks that he it's is Logan. actually Logan, and he's talking about like how this is the first time in a long time where they've actually been able to be happy and feel like they're like they're it's a like, part of a family. No! And then it all comes crashing down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It all comes crashing down. My my biggest thing it's was like, here's your pan. Here's your past return to hunt you. <laughs> when Charles dies. All right, when Charles gets gets the claws, right? That's the the saddest thing in the world because he's like he has a moment of clarity, right? Yeah. Where he realizes like, holy crap, I'm the one who killed everybody, right? I didn't realize it until now. I'm sorry. He's pouring his heart out to 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 what he believes is Logan, and next thing you know, there's these this claws hand on his heart, right? I didn't think that was gonna happen at all. Yeah, and then also just <laughs> you know, yeah. and they look oh, up gosh. and it's, you know. Other evil, evil Logan X twenty four. Like Mind's heart just like stopped and broke. I was like, no. Like my part, my heart broke when like Logan, like he's carrying him. And he's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I know. Like and he's like, please just be alive so you know that it wasn't me. I know. Please forgive me. I know. There's so much tragedy everywhere. And then I think okay, so I know everybody's got their notes, but we got to move on. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great movie. I think the the best part of that movie is the fact that there was that tease in the Wolverine, right? I know you guys all saw that, yes. right? Did you see that? Yes, of course. Okay, so the the fact that, that James Mangold even carried any of that over, whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. I think once the fan found it, he's like, oh, yeah, and I'll just act yeah. like it was, <laughs> it was intentional. But, like, the whole idea is, like, I see, the you know, um, what's, what's her name? I forget her the character's name, but she was, like, uh... She like had like Mikio, red hair, right? Mikio? Yeah, I think so, right? Something like that. Yeah, something along those lines. It's been a while since we've seen. I him, like, apologize for getting yeah. this wrong, guys. But um, yeah, like you know, he, he predicts his death in the end because he wants to know. He's like, see, you laying on your back. There's blood everywhere, and you're holding your heart in your hands. And of course, that never materializes in in the Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, 
And so just that shot of him holding Laura's hand, his genetic child, after being like slashed impaled. to bits, yeah, impaled on a on a freaking log, in, yeah. a, in a pursuit to not only help her but almost all the rest of mutant kind, something that Logan never aspired to do, mm-hmm. never wanted any part of. He wanted to live his own path and let the mutant, let the X Men just do whatever the hell they wanted, whenever they wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to standing up for that in his final moments and then being killed and then hold like the torchbearer his heart in his hand god that that made me weep before the x thing and then yeah. the cross taking the cross off and turning into an axe that was powerful too but jesus man yeah. and that little girl so she did a good job everything's cool and so guys they're gonna talk about lego batman because i didn't see lego batman uh-huh. i'm taking myself out of the conversation it's probably gonna be okay. like brief because like you know like it's 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 lego I mean, batman but it's, like it's lego and batman it was super good i i love the crap out of that movie i loved it too i loved all the references but like so. uh oh my gosh so uh, okay. There's like so many stinking references in that thing that yeah. like, you know, like it's just the whole, the whole movie is essentially just a giant celebration of the, like the 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 story of Batman throughout our, our culture. Oh yeah, and definitely. It's it's amazing. You to can watch. see like all the friggin' like movie, uh, things just recreated with Legos. Absolutely. <laughs> like uh, oh, you got the Dark New- Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, whatever. Just like uh. The the sixties Batman. Oh, like, the sixties Batman. Yeah, like uh They even pulled old footage back into this movie. Yeah, like actual like Adam West, like Batman yeah. doing Batman stuff. Uh it's just like holy And crap. they do the callback thing at the end where they're like in the giant fight and like, oh we're gonna punch stuff and like giant uh sound <laughs> effect texts are gonna pop up. And they did it and it was so funny. Uh we're gonna punch him so hard. And the the, the Vis- Bane visual <laughs> sounds will come. The voice actor that they got to play Bane did really? like an imitation of Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, really, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> so it was like, oh, Batman, and I, I just thought that was funny because like Bane's <laughs> supposed to be this like super intimidating guy, and he's just like, oh, and it was just <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, I just really just thoroughly loved that movie because uh, what do we got? It's Will Arnett as the Batman. We have yeah, uh, Michael Sarah as Robin, Dick Grayson. That whole sequence where it's like right after the big opening fight, and yeah. then Batman shows up to the orphanage and he's like, "Hey kids, here's some merchandise," <laughs> and like he does like just, the donuts in the front lawn. Yeah, I just thought that was the funniest thing. It's just like here's a completely out of character Batman. Like you would not expect him to actually do that. And yeah, and then it, you sit there doing, he's sitting there doing that, and it's just like, I like this. Yeah, like I like this version. Like he's so selfish and like awful, but it's like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, uh, then at later on in the party where, like, Dick is like, oh, Mr. Bruce Wayne, will you adopt me? He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because he's completely, like, just He's staring. completely focused on something Like, else. Uh, he was, like, staring or at, like, Barbara uh, Gordon. Barbara Gordon, yeah. Because, like, she's, like, supposed to be super hot. And he's like, oh, whoa. And it's, like, this, like, <laughs> slow motion thing where he's just like, whoa, she's beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, and she's hot. Yeah. For when I heard, like, a lot of people had uh, issues then with... Or not, not a lot of people, but, like, some people, they had issues with uh, Barbara being a love interest. Really? For Batman. That was, like, a gripe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Ben Ben is shaking his head. He's like, what is what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I personally... No. Uh, I mean, that was, like, my only problem with the movie, honestly, uh-huh. was, was the fact that, that she was a love interest. Because, you know, from my point of view, from, like, the stuff I've read and from the stuff I've watched, whether it be cartoons, movies, well... Barbara Gordon wasn't in anything except for like Batman and Robin, so that yeah. we don't have to talk about that. Uh, but like that that relationship has always been like a father daughter thing, where he's uh, like a mentor, and I just okay. I just didn't like that they you know put them on the yeah. same level. Okay, where like they they're in a position to like be you know in a relationship like a romantic okay. relationship. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I personally wasn't a fan of that. I mean, not to say I, that I, it, like, it was yeah. bad, you know. No, I mean, for the movie, it played out. Well yeah, because like, like the movie is its own thing and it's an own its own world. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it's the Lego Movie. They just make fun of everything. Yeah. So I just I like, just wasn't. I'm not a fan of that idea in yeah, general. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, that they played it 
off well enough. Yeah. Because like they really didn't get together or yeah. anything. No, it was just more of just like, like like a comedy thing where like yeah. Bruce is then like, whoa, she's so hot. It's like, that kind of like stereotypical like, here let's shine the light on some like uh, female romantic interest, romantic yeah. female figure. Yeah, and then it's like ah, oh. but um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't know that uh, Barbara Gordon was more of that figure to Batman. But yeah. then again, I don't know the Batman series as well as other people do. Yeah. Like, I know about as much as, like, the visual or, like, the movie sagas for, like, The Dark Knight and it was, stuff. She was very much... But she, uh, was, she wasn't very much prevalent in those movies. Yeah, no, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I didn't know the, the relationship. That's understandable, that well. for sure. And, like, that is, like, <clears throat> almost, like, an important thing to, you know bring up because like I'm hoping that in the future down the line with this you know new DC universe yeah in film that they then explore Barbara Gordon and well the like, thing is like in any cinematic universe like I'd like to see them explore a lot of the secondary characters a lot more because like yeah we've seen the Batman so many different times but we've never seen, like seen the Bat family and then we've like we've never seen the Bat family like you've barely ever seen Robin in any of the Dark Knight yeah. trilogies you've never seen Okay, you see. I mean, in these in the older ones, like you know, the Batman yeah. uh, begins and then beyond. Not Batman begins. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin, and then yeah. like I forget whatever the one that's after that. Yeah. Uh, but then like sort of in the Dark Knight Rises, but not really. Yeah. Uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just really hope that they you know do then go into because the then they, they can do, we could bring back in Barbara Gordon. We can bring in the Batgirl, etc. Yeah. Like all these like cool like things that they've put into the comics ace the bat hound yeah the bat bat dog bat dog yeah yeah uh that'd be cool uh definitely and like i like seeing all these like kind of throwbacks like even in the scene where they do like oh here's all these different costumes that we've had throughout the ages and then you could obviously tell that like certain things were like easter eggs to like certain comic runs and like uh, previous movies yeah definitely yeah it was it was really cool to watch or like um my little like brother, even, even just some of like the different vehicles yeah. that they had too. Yeah, it's uh, like, and then like the video games, like the the that have been like around for a while. Like there's yeah. definitely, uh, like my brother, my little brother had pointed that out. Like there's like a lot of callbacks to, you know, in terms of like the costumes and stuff. Like oh, that was from that, that, that was, was from that game. That's from that game. Yeah, because yeah. like in that in the Lego Batman video games, he uses like different suits for like different, you know, like. Uh, things to like overcome so like oh i have to scale up a wall we'll, we'll get the suction cup bat suit or whatever uh, and climb. Yeah. yeah so it's like ridiculous stuff like that and they they, they showed certain you know suits like that from the yeah. game which was okay. kind of cool so because yeah. like the little kids that play those games they're just like oh my gosh that's my thing that's awesome so yeah uh well, it's, it's definitely a batman movie geared towards little kids i'd say little kids and, and like fans and like fans, fans for sure yeah. Like, even, like, like, casual fans, I think, are just, like, yeah. going to be in love with it. I think, um, moving on from, like, just kind of, like, all the throwbacks and stuff, like, just, like, the overarching message that they throw throughout the movie of Batman learning, Opening up. Opening up and becoming the better person. Yeah. Because, like, because there definitely was that, like, uh... Like he's very much a selfish person. He doesn't want to... Like, he's just willing to take on the cause of everything just to be that person like yeah and you could definitely like, see the, like he doesn't want anybody to be hurt so he takes on all the pain yeah so but you see that like he, he comes out of that and he's yeah. willing to let people help him yeah and you know not be by himself all the time which is yeah. really I thought was really cool and like a good you know message for like kids and stuff like you know everybody needs help like every, sometimes yeah you know which is Really, even even the Batman, even the Batman, even the Batman needs help sometimes. Which was really cool. I really like that they they did that. Every superhero needs a sidekick. Yeah, I mean, well, most of the time. Maybe. Most, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like okay. everybody could use some help. Everybody uh, could use some help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get, get some teams. Get some sidekicks, etc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? what uh, do you have anything like to say? Like your overall opinion? Just to wrap it I up. I think overall, it's a very good movie. It, is very nice. It's very nostalgic. Um, 
Do you think you'd like to see a sequel, or do you think that would be fine I think, as is? I think as a standalone, it's fine. Maybe if the Lego series did, like, a different superhero or something, I'd yeah. like to see that as well. Like, oh, let's do the Lego uh, Superman movie or something. I don't know. That would be interesting. Like, kind of see all the Superman throughout the ages kind of crammed into a movie. That would, that would be really cool to have, like, a movie that's also, like, then a celebration of Superman. Yeah. That would be, be... I would be way down for that. That would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, or, like, even uh, with... Like, even if they did, like, Lego Justice League or something, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. I, I feel or like something. people... I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, just ideas. Yeah. I, I think it'd be cool. But, but I think as a standalone... It's good. It's, it's great. Solid. Yeah, I for don't, sure. I don't think that they should do a sequel. Yeah. Like... Me neither. Nope. Just leave it as it is. It's good. Do yeah. something else. Because <laughs> uh, they, they have been advertising, like, the Lego Ninjago. Oh, yeah. I think they should then yeah, go that okay. route where they are, like, you know, exploring, like, really, like, just random Lego properties where yeah, it's just, just, like... random Lego properties. And then they could just go crazy with it and do whatever yeah. they want. I would... One thing that I want to see come back is the Lego Bionicles stuff. Same. Like, they gotta do that. Oh my god, like, I remember the old series, like, back when they used all the old cinematics, or, like, the old... Old CG and stuff. Old, old CGI back in the day. and stuff. Yeah, but... Those movies are Those movies great. were really good, yeah. too, and I, like, it brought so much life to the characters that you got to play with. Yeah. As a kid. Because there's, like, so much mythology behind that. Yeah. And I think it would be really cool if they were like, able to... Like, if they ever brought it back, I would... Be I would see it. Yeah, I definitely. Would be ecstatic. Uh, but, but that that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. Uh, so in the next episode, we're going to be doing uh, part two of Movie Madness. We're going to talk about uh, Kong probably and Get Out. So yep. I probably won't be joining in on that one, but catch you guys later. Yeah. Thanks for joining, us, Alex. For thanks, sure. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much for the pretty much it for the episode. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates. We also have an Instagram. We post photos and stuff on there as well. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on the cm-life.com website. And on iTunes. Yeah, so check every us. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So check us out on there. That's pretty much it. And we'll see you next time. Same bat time, same bat place. Guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus.